Thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. You can find more of them like it on our website, kymnradio.net, or wherever you get your podcasts. Simply search the KYMN Radio Podcast. And that is uh, Northfield's City Administrator, Mr. Ben Morning. Good morning, Ben. How you doing? Good morning, Jeff. We're Thank sc- you. I don't know that I'm special, but I'm the guest, I guess. <laughs> we're scrambling to get everything together this morning, just about every front, every way you go, one of those days. You had a, a busy night last night with the uh, Northfield City Council. It was uh, the uh, strategic planning session uh, the on the uh, work uh, uh Work session, is that it? <laughs> we have a scheduled work session every that, month, that, and yes, we we use that time for our strategic planning last night. Thank you. <laughs> You're the brains of the operation from here. So <laughs> let, let, let's talk about that. You, you, we've talked about that strategic plan, and the, the gears have been going, the wheels have been moving on that. But uh, this was, uh, you know, the big time to present things to the city council and really start getting things organized for it. A couple of presentations last night. One of them was you, and the other one was the, uh, what, the... Uh, uh, we have a consultant, consultant. facilitator mm-hmm. who's uh, helping us with the strategic planning. Uh, Craig Rapp, he's really, he's really, this is kind of his niche that he does with uh, communities. So well, Let's start off by uh, talking about the presentation that you gave. Uh, give us the essence of the whole thing. <laughs> well, this kickoff meeting uh, that, that we're doing last night was really an assessment of our current operating environment. So it was primarily an opportunity to receive information and data for the city council. So we didn't have a really discussion at the council level. That's going to be rolling into the end of the month where we have a couple of uh, key, really heavy meetings on strategic planning. So we've been capturing uh, information from stakeholder outreach, including some surveying. Um, What I presented last night was a draft organizational profile. So basically it's kind of a five-page snapshot of kind of your city operations, what you provide, maybe the community a little bit. Um, It's a a tool that can be used just to kind of give a general sense of of what services you provide, how are they provided, and what kind of environment are you in. Um, Many communities don't have that. We, We didn't have one before, and we're still working on updating it, but I think it could be a useful tool for a number of things just to have kind of a clear picture of things so it kind of gives a background to the community how, what's our staffing what, what types of services do we provide economic development housing you know streets parks those kinds of things and then we really went into an environmental scan where we we provided some demographic data as background uh, on the community um, maybe what's happening with population trends demo, uh, with, with what's happening with uh, race changes in our community, uh, what do we have for issues of climate change. Those were some of the pieces uh, of the environmental scan that I kind of walked through in about a half an hour presentation, kind of giving some background with that. And then uh, Mr. Rapp uh, gave some as well. So some of the trends I, I talked about are, are that, that we were that we, we we're dealing with uh, aging population, ethnic and uh, racial diversity challenges, how do we provide services to all, what's happening with changes in that, um, service delivery technology changes, what's happening in our industry, like probably many with rapid change in um, uh, communications uh, technology, um, all kinds of tools that we have, governance issues, uh, community engagement, environmental stewardship, probably aren't themes that sound like anything earth shattering to you, but just again, trying to get big pictures. We think strategic priorities, what are the things to be thinking about as we go ahead? Then, you know, interest in uh, keeping taxes lower of the community is some of the feedback we got, but then also how do we grow our tax base to help offset some of those costs? Um, We have 
uh, infrastructure needs that we're going to continue to have with streets and in uh, parks and how we're going to kind of manage those types of things and provide services. So those are some of the pieces of my uh, environmental scan that I talked about, the kind of trending at a high level in a lot more detailed slides, but those are some of the, the trends we talked about. Now, the consultant, uh, Mr. Rapp, as you, uh, you had mentioned, uh, has, is, is an expert in this type of thing, strategic planning. What did he bring to the table last night? Yeah, so he had uh, provided the results of the stakeholder outreach, uh, so the surveying of the general population uh, that we offered out, and then also internally our staff and uh, board and commission representatives also responded to, the, to some of the surveys. So he outlined that. He also walked through, he had individual um, interviews with all of our city council members to get feedback about um, uh, what what they were seeing heading into the strategic planning as issues, how are things working and operating now. So from the community standpoint, uh, so, you know, we heard overall pretty favorable feedback, 73% of the uh, overall community that responded to the survey. It wasn't a scientific survey, though. I got to put an asterisk by it. We didn't do the, you know, statistically significant process, but we mm -hmm. got a pretty good sample size on the back. Um, overall, 73% was more than satisfactory or excellent as it related to the quality of life. Probably not surprising. Um, mm -hmm. Just overall quality of life. A little bit lower percentage, on, or a little bit higher, excuse me, on on our internal staff and board and commissions, which may be reflective. They're a little more gauged um, with that. Um, maybe a little more understanding of some of the pieces, the um, internally related to the city service levels, um, city services had a 55% ratings that better than expected or excellent um, with 6% less than expected. So, you know, probably heavy on the satisfactory or above satisfactory kind of on the city service level. And then we talked about um, one of the things uh, that, that was unique, I guess, on this one with the COVID pandemic, a question was kind of like, how did it impact them was some of the questions there. Really what we saw pretty heavily on both written comments uh, that people provided as well as the survey results was, you know, pretty high percentages of people dealing with mental health challenges um, through the pandemic. Probably not a surprise with more isolation, social isolation, and being limited to what you can do. That was definitely a theme that came out of that. Mm -hmm. I would say a secondary one that was identified was uh, learning and development challenges of students was a secondary, probably how they were most impacted by the pandemic concerns as far as, you know, your, your children learning and development being impacted by it. So those were the top two, both for the internal and external um, survey respondents kind of focusing on the pandemic um, uh, issues related to that. So um, those were some interesting pieces. Uh, City Council um, slide deck, which I don't actually have yet. He presented those as a general group. But, you know, overall, I think that um, the council's feeling engaged. There was some questions related to how are they feeling like they're doing as an effective governance. I think overall there was a positive feedback that they felt that as a group they were functioning well and that they are functioning well with staff and that overall they're headed in the right direction on the services that they provide. And, um, you know, I think as we look at some of those strategic priorities that we have, um, probably uh, some of those that identified the themes are probably aligning up around some of our six strategic priority areas that we already have, economic development, housing, um, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Those were themes that still came up. Mm -hmm. So 
Was there was there a lot of difference between what the public was saying and what either the uh, counselors or commissioners would were saying at the time, or, or does that line up fairly well? I, we didn't have a direct. That uh, wasn't the exact same survey, so it okay. wasn't um, formulated in that way to for them to be able to see uh, directly how the, their questions were posed a little bit differently, but. Um, I think uh, overall, I didn't see anything in the in the questions. Some of the questions that crossed over, I think there's probably alignment mm-hmm. there. So probably not any huge surprises. But that doesn't mean that we don't have a lot of challenges ahead. We got, we all know that there are a lot of those uh, related to prioritization. I think I think people know what some of the issues are. It's a matter of how do you how are you strategic about it, and that's really going to lead into our next phases about. Okay, what did we hear? What what are the priorities? And then ultimately, the tricky part is um, whenever you're dealing with these community issues on uh, these types of topics, uh, it's not easy work, and it's going to take a full team of the council, our boards and commission staff, and the community to kind of get behind things in order to effectively uh, move ourselves forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, Northfield City Administrator Ben Martig is uh, with us. We're talking about last night's uh, council uh, work session. Um, so how long is this process going to take? Do you hope to have a final one in place by the spring, the summer? Or? Yeah, late spring is, uh, is the plan. I think these two, we have a couple of heavy sessions with the council at the end of March. Staff's going to be having some taking uh have some meetings with a consultant after the council feedback to develop some action plans where we've actually added a lot more work uh, from the first time around on that back end piece of implementation and then we'll be coming back in april for more information of the council as it relates to uh to that and we hope to have it uh, wrapped up by you know late april or <laughs> probably in may i think is mm-hmm. our goal to kind of have things wrapped up uh time period with uh, approving a new strategic plan. All right. Uh, let's move on to some other things, a couple of other issues that are going on right now. I had my 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 heart was warmed yesterday by <laughs> it's a heartwarming sight by a sight of uh, some road crews fixing potholes. <laughs> it's that time of year. We're getting out of spring and into the summer. You've got the uh, we've got the weather now and the, the crews are out working on things. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, it's we've got a fairly early spring, I think. I so think so. We're, yeah. we're busy, and uh, I don't know if the frost is the frost actually broken yet or not. I don't. I don't know. I would say probably. Yeah, I'm going to say. Well, I would say yeah. <laughs> if if it happened, it probably would be in the last couple of days. Okay. So. <laughs> well, and we this weekend we're kicking off an event. Uh, you can learn more information on fa- our Facebook page or on our city uh, web page. But we're going to have uh, community information meeting around rain gardens at uh, one of our public schools, uh, talking about how people can do rain gardens and then there's uh, city and county programs where you can get reimbursements for that uh, just a, a little bit of a plug too so we also offer an incentive related to rain barrels so you mm-hmm. can get if you go out and buy a rain barrel to collect the water probably going to have plenty of water this time of the year but you know uh, things move quickly and into the summer you get $20 rebate back on rain barrels um, we actually have uh, incentives related to equipment rental and uh, materials related to if you do build a rain garden. Basically, it's uh, plantings that are specifically designed. If you got a little wetter at part of your lawn, you can convert that maybe from grass that never really quite grows right. Uh, put in a, some attractive plants, and I think we've seen a huge growth in the green thumbs out there in the community through COVID. Maybe that'll continue into the yeah. once we kind of break through this. And, and folks, uh, for our listeners out there, look into those. Those are really good programs the city and the county runs. Uh, Terry had taken advantage of that last year when uh, put in a rain garden with uh, with uh, help from uh, the street. Uh, the, the, there's something with the, the streets being redone that uh, they had a little extra money for that. So 
uh, take advantage of that. They're good programs. Yeah, and you look at um, our native planting rebate program, which they're beautiful plants and flowers that mm-hmm. are fairly easy to kind of grow and, and survive in this environment. We offer up to $75 rebate on those plants, and oftentimes in the springtime there are local groups that actually do fundraiser efforts, um, like Garden Club and some of those, where you can get fairly small plants relatively cheap. And if you combine that with our rebate program for those native plants, and they usually know like which ones are the native ones that they have, which is probably most of them, um, it's pretty cheap uh, to get mm-hmm. to get those plants as well. So um, that's in our uh, engineering department uh, kind of manages that program. We've got more information online, or you can call our general city if you have questions related to those programs. But uh, spring, I think, is uh, here, I guess. Yeah, so. let's hope. <laughs> hope it stays here. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, those are a few things going on in that end of the world, I guess, as the uh, weather here starts to break. Something to think about is uh, program opportunities. All right. Uh, once again, Northfield City Administrator Ben Martig is with us. Ben, we have about a minute or so. Anything else you'd like to pass along? Well, our, uh, we, we're, we are working on, although we've normally done our state of the city uh, in person, uh, we are doing that remotely. So Mayor Pawnell will be uh, providing a state of the city address on Monday, March 15th. We'll be uh, make it formally out there at 6.30 p.m. It'll be available on on YouTube and our channels 180 and 187 for those of you that have cable uh, uh, programming available. So check it out in the comfort of your home. We'll be posting it on Facebook and other opportunities. So um, we tried to mix it up. It's going to have some uh, different uh, perspectives from our community brought forward in our city operations. And we've got some great award uh, nominations, the Mayor for Day essay. So we're going to hear from some of our local students that uh, won the fourth and fifth graders won the uh, Mayor for a Day essay contest, which is really cute and uh, fun to hear the ideas out there. We've got awards of board and commission excellence and employee excellence awards. So that's going to be coming next week just before our city council meeting. Check it out. And I know the mayor's put a lot of work into it, our communication staff. So thanks to them. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the state of the city. All right. Uh, is that going to do it? That wraps it up. Sounds good. We will... Uh welcome you back next week when you have a regular council meeting maybe the mayor can come absolutely all right all right ben martin northfield city administrator you're listening to 95.1 fm am 1080 kymn northfield you've been listening to an episode of the morning show listen live every monday through friday jeff rich and tim bring you the latest state and local news sports weather and traffic it all starts at 6 a.m on 95.1 FM, 1080 AM, or live streaming on our website, kymnradio.net.